listening to From the Friars podcast, the community of Franciscan Friars of the Renewal, headquartered in the Bronx, New York City. Good afternoon and welcome. May the Lord give you peace. Amen. It's so good to see all of you. These are just the best days ever, aren't they? The, the feast days and solemnities of the Blessed Virgin Mary. And um, I'm going to begin my homily in the same way that pretty much every priest is probably beginning his homily today. So um, this is not the feast day that when Mary conceives Jesus by the Holy Spirit overshadowing her. That was the gospel. So no judgment if you thought that's what today was. The Immaculate Conception is not that. <laughs> Sometimes that's known as the miraculous virginal conception. The Immaculate Conception is something a little different, although it's related. It's when Mother Mary's parents, St. Joachim and St. Anne, conceived Mother Mary. They conceived her in a normal married way, but that conception was graced by God from the first moment in view of the merits of Jesus' death and resurrection. The grace was applied to Mother Mary from the first moment of her conception to be without sin. That's what the word immaculate means. It's a word that St. Paul will use to apply to the church, that Jesus' grace will make the church immaculate, without sin, without stain, without wrinkle. And because Mother Mary is the church in her person, she receives this grace. Again, her parents, Anne and Joachim, conceived her in a normal marital way. And so why did God do this? Well, he gave Mary the graces that she needed to prepare her. That's what the opening prayer said, that she was being prepared for what God was uh, going to ask of her, which is this gospel, when she conceives Jesus miraculously through the Holy Spirit. So it's a grace of preparation, and it's a grace that um, overflows to, to even to this day. Huh? Now, um, here's what's interesting. In some ways, today's feast day, we are celebrating. I'm always thinking of like, we need some way to summarize this, right? I need it to be summarized. So here's my best effort for today. Are you ready? Okay. Today we are celebrating the union of yeses. Today we are celebrating the union of yeses. God's yes, Joachim's yes, and Anne's yes. Those three yeses were united, and the result was the Blessed Virgin Mary. Isn't that interesting? The way St. Luke records the story of the Annunciation, where it highlights Mary's yes. So God doesn't force her. She says, Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. May it be done to me according to your word. She's giving her yes. She's giving her consent, her free Yes, her free consent. The graces that she had received from the moment of her conception up until that day had prepared her for that moment. And so um, I think it's important to highlight that aspect of the mystery because that's the part that connects with each one of us. God is asking the same thing of each one of us. He's inviting us to a yes, the union of yeses. You know, you think about your own parents, right? There was a, a lot of yeses that led up to your own conception. And so we know for each one of us, this thing that God chose to give us free will, and he chooses to invite us not to coerce or force, but rather invite each one of us to respond to his yes to us, 
The fact that you even exist is evidence that God said yes to you. We are non-necessary, limited, contingent beings. That line was for all the philosophers out there, okay? (laughs) You're welcome. We are non-necessary, limited, contingent beings. Not one of us, you know, needed to exist or, you know, none of us created ourselves. Rather, we exist because God said yes. He said yes to our existence. Now, that's important, particularly if any of us here are struggling with suffering, things that we've been through, things that are maybe imperfect. I suspect that might be all of us. Because in that pain, we can be vulnerable to a temptation from the devil to think that um, maybe my existence isn't good, you know, or that maybe if I'm suffering, maybe, you know, God is mad at me or that suffering can easily lead to depression and discouragement. So we need to address that lie right away that no, if you exist, if your heart is beating and your lungs are breathing, it is evidence, it is proof that God has said yes to you, to your existence. Isn't that beautiful? God has said yes to each one of us. Now, here's the hard part. Are you ready? (laughs) And that means when you meet anyone, even a person that you be like, oh, I wish I wasn't around this person right now. If that ever happened to you, I don't know. You also have to remember that that person is there because God said yes to their existence. Hmm? So this yes of God, this yes of God Um, what does that yes do? Well, it invites our own yes, right? So the Lord invites us through his grace to say yes ourselves. Um, And and here's the part that gets a little uncomfortable. Are you ready? You're probably sitting there saying, Father, I know this already. I've said my yes to Jesus, right? I've been baptized. I've been confirmed. I wear the brown scapular. I pray the rosary. I go to church on holy days of obligation. Okay, here's the thing. And and this is the part that's a a little difficult. And that is this. um, All of that is good. Okay, thumbs up. We've been saying yes to God. But here it is. You can't live on yesterday's yeses. All right, every day we have to renew the yes. Every day you wake up, you're still here. God's renewing his yes to you. And every day the Lord invites us, you know, to renew that yes. You know, if we've had moments when we did not say yes and we fell into sin, There's the beautiful opportunity of getting to confession. You walk out of that confessional immaculate. You walk out of confession, pure, clean soul. You know, all the sins are gone. They're gone. (laughs) I love telling that to people like, okay, you've been to a good confession. Now let them go. (laughs) You know, don't walk out of here holding on to them anymore. You know, there's an image of the cross. We put the sins at the foot of the cross and you walk out of that sacrament with such grace, such purity and um, you've said yes to the Lord. And what happens is when God's yes encounters our yes, there is fruitfulness. There is overflowing grace and beauty. When his yes connects with our yes, good things happen. huh? And it's, it is beautiful. And it's, my friends, in some way, this feast today, this feast day today, is celebrating the work of God's grace. This is a, we have a feast day where God's grace is highlighted. It has to be this day, right? Because Mother Mary's conception, she didn't do anything. She just came into being. And yet the primacy of God's grace is highlighted so beautifully, so beautifully. So this is a feast day to honor God's grace. Mary, who was full of grace, we who have been born through grace. 
And so this day, let us give thanks to God for the good, the bad, the ugly, the beautiful. We give thanks for all of it, and we renew our yes to the Lord. I'm going to conclude with a little personal story. Part of Marian devotion, you know the rosary, you know the brown scapular, the the miraculous medal. There's also a prayer called Consecration to Mary. And there's a couple of different versions of that out there. Maybe you've heard of it. St. Louis de Montfort, St. Maximilian Colby, and so many others. Consecration to Mary. Another word for that is entrustment. So it's a little bit of a spiritual devotion where you make an act or a prayer or an offering where you give yourself to Jesus through Mary, where you give yourself, you accept Mary as your personal spiritual mother. Say, I, I am your child. I accept you as my mother. And there's this beautiful like relationship there. So um, when I was a young man, I heard about this devotion. And so I was interested. It's like, okay, what is this all about? So I got the book, St. Louis de Montfort, and because it was written, you know, several hundred years ago, and it was in a different time, I just, I couldn't get into it. The language was a little different. And so I kind of put it down. And then, you know, over a couple of years, I'd pick it back up, put it back down. Not, not for me, you know, like I was, I was struggling like six different times till one day I was in um, college and I'm in a study abroad program. So I'm uh, actually in school in Austria and I picked up that book and I loved every page. It's like something clicked. I had grown, maybe. <laughs> and so I was ready. I was ready to make this prayer, this consecration to Mary. And so he recommends you do it on a feast day. So I was like, let me find a feast day that's on a weekend, because in my program, we were free to travel on the weekends. I thought, this is what I'll do. I'll, I'll pick a feast day, and I'll go to some shrine of the Virgin Mary somewhere in Europe. There's a lot of them. And, and I was a little, you know, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do it right, right? This is going to be a little bit dramatic. So I saw that the Annunciation was on a Saturday that, that year. I thought, oh, that's perfect, because that's the day we remember that Mary said her yes to God. What a great day to say, Mary, help me to say my yes to God. That's what Mary does for us. Okay. So then I was asking around, well, what kind of a shrine would, could I go to? Little did I know that the house where Mary said yes, the house from Nazareth, it's in Italy now. <laughs> it's called the Holy House of Loretto. It's in Loretto, Italy. And the Crusaders brought it to um, Italy in the Middle Ages. And so I thought, wow, those blessed stones witnessed Mary's yes. I mean, you can't get any more dramatic than that. So I do these prayers for 33 days. I'm getting ready. And I hop on the train. I get over to Italy. And I think I had cappuccino and gelato ice cream the whole weekend. That's all I ate, okay? <laughs> and I go to this little chapel, this Holy House Chapel. And so it's a beautiful place. It's a very popular shrine. They get millions of visitors every year. Anybody here ever been to the Loretto, Italy? Okay, a couple of you, yeah. So, well, I've got good news for you. We have a replica of that chapel here on the property. But I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. So I go there. There's this little stone chapel. These were the walls of the Virgin Mary's house. And in one of the walls, there's like a window. And there's a tradition that she was praying in the light of the window. And so in some of the art, you see Mary by a window. So I, I got in there. There's nobody around. I knelt down. I pulled out my little St. Louis de Montfort book. And I made the prayer. I made the consecration. Mary, I'm yours. I'm your son. You're my mother. Help me to say my yes to Jesus like your yes. A generous, free yes to God. And I... Uh, it, 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 uh, nothing happened. Like I didn't feel anything and that's okay. So I want to mention that detail because we don't always have to have a feeling. And so I just made the prayer and it was just a sense of joy. 
I was like so grateful. <laughs> I found my way to this chapel and all these years of not getting it. I'm finally getting it. And then I hear a little bell ring, ding, 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 ding. And I look up and here comes this little priest carrying a chalice and we had mass. It was just, it was unannounced. It was a little private mass. It was a priest from, I think he was from Spain. Mass was in Spanish. So I was like, that's amazing. And like, this is literally 10 seconds after I make my prayer. And so we have mass. I go up to the little altar, receive Holy Communion, and I go back to the window and kneel down. And then I'm just crying. And I'm just flooded with emotion because I realize I just said yes. And now Jesus is physically within me. And it's exactly what happened when Mary said her yes to Jesus. She conceives him by the Holy Spirit. He's present in her. And it was like, I'll never forget that. Like that moment has been like a key for my whole spiritual journey up until now that we say yes and we, Jesus dwells within us, huh? And so on this day, let us give thanks to the Lord for what he did. Let us acknowledge the, the working of his grace, the union of yeses. And like a large quilt, let's add our yes to that union. Amen. been listening to from the friars podcast the community of franciscan friars the renewal please visit us at franciscanfriars.com or on social media cfr underscore franciscans mm-hmm.